swell Put flame to dark earth raised it down At Zana stands where once it fell To mountains red with ash and blood All following the battle's path We go to stem the Malkar flood and fear the old ones trembling On the streets of Daria, all of you have the necessary information to begin your quest to look for the lost tomes of the Darian Library. After speaking with one of the higher ranking wizards in Daria, you have some information about where to begin this Do quest. We? Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, some. We know something. Yeah. So your plan is to go to Venco, the area around Venco, and begin looking for maybe some more legitimate leads on where to start this. But with that, you're on the streets of Daria just after visiting uh, with this wizard. And Daria and Malparia is yours. Session how? This is session 53? Yes. This is session 53. A thief in the night. So, standing on the streets of Dario, what would you like to do? We want to teleport. I'm going to, while we're all there, I'm going to say, by the way, everyone, um, was gifted the uh, gate stone. I believe everybody was there for that. I teleported and placed the other one in the Sanctum Strange, uh, just in case you know Nicholas doesn't have the spell slot and we need to get out or real quick. Dead. Or he's dead. Yes, of course, that's also an option. Um, we do have a means back, so if you could please keep that in mind. Stairs in the oven. Chicken, birds. Is that sauce for chicken? Thank you. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> ASL is a lot of common. I'm not getting it now. It's also the sign for itty bitty. You know that one well, huh? You don't have to do like this. <laughs> My apologies. It's time for cock. Is it? Yeah. Or dig. So like are we. That. I like that one better. Yeah. Would we like to go to. Um, Venko or Grodra or would we like to go to the ladies, the girls' farm, um, which I believe was. Ooh, you're going after the one in that uh, was taken in the night first. All right, the, so the boy. Yeah. I say we go to Venko so while the trail is hot. Hot. <laughs> Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, we, could, we could go to the Iron Finger where they stayed. Agreed. Sounds good to me. Sure. I'll be ready. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas will teleport us to uh, a quarter mile outside the gates of Venco. Uh, there are no gates in Venco, but I know what you mean. So the ten- yeah, yeah, the, the tree line outside. Yeah. Okay. Quick, weird, or quick question. Did you get my um, Discord message? Right? I did. Oh. 
Do you know? Feels like a lot. Oh, <laughs> more than you used to. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, everyone's standing in a circle around you. Do you just cast it in the middle of the street, or do you go into an alley, or what do you do? We'll go in an alley just to get us kind of out of the sight. I mean, not that it matters so much because people are used to us being here, right. but. <clears throat> Okay, so you step into an alley, everyone gathers around Nicholas, he casts teleportation, all of you you see the blue arcane energy swirl around you, and you are whisked to the west, and slightly north, just outside the city of Venco, and the tree line outside of Venco gives you a very good view, the familiar city from this distance looks exactly the same as when you left it. I'm trying to remember the last time we were here. I'll find it. Didn't Trolls. Remember some big booming voices. I, a duel for uh, chiefdom. Got summoned I thought that was at uh, Tucklin. Oh, it was it the Tucklin, Tucklin Troll Cage. No, you're right. Was it? Yeah, that was at Tucklin. Oh, no. Shitty DM. Shitty DM. <laughs> Look at me. Come on, Zach. You've only got like 600 pages. Of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, get it together, Zach. Get it together. I gotta memorize every bit of this book. That I like and all the stuff from the last campaign too. Yeah, that's and all true. the stuff you haven't put in a campaign yet because sometimes it comes up anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I apologize wholeheartedly. All right. So you're outside the city of Inco, which you have been in before, mm-hmm. and it is familiar. Does the, the city's not on fire or anything like that. It looks like relatively normal from the outside. Uh, this is the booming voices uh, Akatosh whenever we were teleported here to go to Faroth. Mm-hmm. That's right. It, was it in Vinco? Yes. That was where the boom, that was where Akatosh because uh, he went up to the, the wall. Yeah. So I was right. You were right. Oh! The, the trolls were different but yeah, you were right. Okay. I'm going to put this on the table. Lift up. Lift. So, do you all approach the scene? Yes. Alright. So, walking into Venco, there is... Let her from my chair, didn't you? There is a level of caution from all of the commoners within Venco, the Malpar, that are... Almost every time you go into a new city or a city that you've only been in a couple of times, there's a wariness from the villagers as they do see a group of strangers in town kind of waiting to see, I guess, their utility purpose, their utilitarian purpose, what they're there for. But there is some level of apprehension from these villagers in Venco. However, there are some faces that are definitely out of place. There is a small caravan of traders in Venco that appear to be, that have set up tents and shops and are selling wares to the locals. Does there appear to be one central tent like the rest branch off from, or is it a bunch of individual it's a, shops? It's a bunch of individual shops, kind of an impromptu bazaar in the center of Venco. Can I approach them individually and ask if they have any tomes for sale? Sure. Uh, specifically looking for the ones described. Okay. Does anybody go with Alistair? Yes. Okay. All right. So, Alistair, you approach a vendor who, because there's no vendors who appear to be selling books per se, but you do approach a miscellaneous vendor 
who seems to have a lot of different items. Okay. More like a thrift store or, you know, something like that. Maybe a pawn shop. Just a variety of things. Okay. Oh, uh, sweet. I'd like to approach... Uh, who's behind now? It would be a female Malkar human. And she's dressed in, like, very, very tribal-worn clothing. Maybe an apron on the front. But a very, you know, cordial and pleasant-looking Malkar human female. I'll approach and I say, Hello. Um... I was wondering if you had any tomes on you for sale. Uh, tomes? Yes, we have we have a few tomes. Uh, I would like to, uh, if I may, peruse your selection. Uh, certainly, they are on the shelf, and she kind of points to her left, and you can see that there is a small shelf mixed in amongst all of these different things. Maybe like a display with some like really really battered, rusty armor. Maybe a like barrel with some swords in it. Just a hodgepodge of things, and she points to a small shelf with a few tomes on it. Okay, I'll uh, look over them, uh, looking for the either the tomes with silver. Uh, one second, I need the description. Did they book trips, mausoleums, and tombs? Yeah. You're looking for a silver, a tome with a silver spine or a spine that's been ripped off, possibly. Yes. Uh, and give me a perception check. Is everyone around Alistair while this happens? Yes. Okay. Who's closest to him? I mean, I said I was going with him first, but I don't know if that means I'm closest. Okay. I'd like to be close to him. Okay. Can I ask for Nicholas's help while I'm looking for this? Uh, kind of, since I think he's since he's usually very perceptive, mm-hmm. I ask for his help since he's up close. Sure. Uh, all right. And while y'all are rolling that, Linvala, mm-hmm. you're looking around the square and are just kind of taking stock as you often would of all the surrounding people, any things of note. And one of the things that catches your eye is relatively close to you. There is a vendor who is apparently selling. Pets? Animals? There is this fluorescent colored bird inside of this wired cage that is just staring you down. I want to approach the bird. Okay. I'm going to follow her because there are pets. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 19. 26. 26? You do not see any tomes matching that description. A lot of them are more common tomes, a couple of cookbooks maybe. Maybe a book on how to make, you know, your own saws, like... So nothing titled? Yeah, nothing titled like what you're looking for. The two of you approach the birds because you, you guys are still looking through the books. Well, we tried. Okay. Back, back to basics. Yeah. I'd like to shoot the bird. <laughs> I would approach like to the, bird. the bird. And as soon as you approach the bird, you can see as this bird kind of hops up and down on its little perch. And like as soon as you get close enough to like really look at the bird, the bird looks at you and goes... What's your name? Linvala, what's your name? Nanya! Hold <gasps> Oh shit! What's your name? <laughs> uh, we might want to tell the others that this bird is possibly... Nanya! <laughs> this is definitely... This bird has been in contact with Nanya. <laughs> <laughs> the bird yes. I, think, I think we can... Just out. repeating itself. What's your name? I'll, I'll, I'll tell the others. I'll stay with the bird. You are stabbing the bird and eating it, aren't you? I reach into my pack and a part of my ration and give him like a piece of cracker or something. Okay, and as you do that, um, please don't eat the bird. God, if he turns into Nanya, I'm gonna shit my pants. Nanya's actually a gold dragon. (laughs) Then you got polymorph into a bird. Oh my god. Nanya equal be big. So when you go to feed this bird as you are stepping away, I guess, to go get the rest of the party. Oh no, we're still arguing about this. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, this very, very thin, very kind of, I want to say intelligent, but maybe self... Self-serving? Uh, yeah, well, no, not self-serving. He obviously thinks he's very intelligent, looking at his face and how he's talking to you and all that. He says, uh, please, do not feed the birds. Oh, sorry. Um, have you seen someone who calls themselves Nanya? Your bird seems to have picked up the name. And he just kind of looks at the bird like with this this look, and so you're done looking at the books at this point. I'll buy I'll buy a cookbook. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, five copper. Sweet. How far away are they? Uh, not far. Um. So while she's talking to him, I'd like to uh, pass message mm-hmm. to Alistair and say I think you should bring the rest of the party over here towards me and Linvalo. This bird seems to have seen Nunya. Or is Nunya. <laughs> We're not sure yet. Um, I'll relay that information to Nicholas, myself, and whoever else is still over at this uh, tent. And Rathrax. So all of you begin to approach and can hear this very, very thin human male, more of uh, imperial lineage than Malkarian, and this long black goatee. He's speaking to you, Linvala, but the rest of you can hear as he's saying this. He says... Oh, it was terrible. I woke to the dreadful dirges of a dying bird, uh, flew from my tent, and found a ghastly little goblin devouring one of my most precious parrots. Mm. You can see like a single tear beginning to form. I'm terribly sorry. And uh, he says says this, but before you can say anything, he says, uh, devouring one of my most special parrots, and from his wagon... You can hear a small voice, very muffled, uh, say something to the effect of, well, nothing special about rainbow chicken. Tastes just like regular chicken. Oh. <laughs> does, everyone, does everyone hear that? Yeah. Um, so it's got a, he's got a canvas over this wagon. Are you hoping to keep him? I'm sorry, one moment. Quiet, you! And then, like, looks back at you. Before the little thief knew it was... Uh, before the little thief knew, I was slamming the door to the cage and thus catching him red-handed. Now I just have to think of a way to recoup my losses. The parrot was easily worth five gold pieces to the right buyer. And then he kind of like... Pull out five gold pieces? Before the <laughs> goblin and your troubles. You you want to buy the goblin? We're we might need him. Well, fuck you! Like <laughs> in, from in the cage, right in the uh, wagon. Give him five gold. That poor man. He kind of looks and he, he sees the five gold and he says, I don't know. Do you do you think I could teach it to play an instrument? Probably not. People no. would pay to see that, though. He'll probably bite you. Um, did he have burn marks on one side of his face? <laughs> Wall light about killed him. <laughs> sure. Mm. Um, Wall light about killed us. She says, uh, well, I mean, the, the parrot should <laughs> certainly go for more than five gold. Take the gold. Make a persuasion check. You did say right. to the right buyer. You going to find that in Venko? With advantage. <clears throat> oh, I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> <Not much> <laughs> <laughs> um, Twelve. Part of inspiration. 
14. I'm... He had his hand up. He did. He just yeah, left. he also just left. Um, he, he says, I'm afraid I, I couldn't talk with it. For, for I'll give him three more gold. Okay. What? Sure. And takes it. And he says, all right. And he goes to the like little canvas and like unbuttons the canvas wall of his wagon, flips it up, and you can see there is the familiar form of Nunya, who's just kind of sitting in this cage, cross-legged, and just like sitting Indian style in the cage, and just kind of goes, Oh, it's you guys! You can leave them in the cage, sir. Oh, I'm afraid I, I use those cages quite a lot. How much for the cage? <laughs> How long has he been in this cage? Oh, he's, he's been in there for probably probably two days. Oh, so you haven't been using the cage for two days? Well, I couldn't. I couldn't let him out. Did he have any belongings? So, How much for the cage? Just leave him in the cage for now. And then we'll take him later. Well, she just bought him. Yes. And since she gave you extra, I would love it and appreciate it if you gave us a little bit of time. Make we'll, a persuasion check. We'll make sure to bring it back. Can I make an intimidation check? Sure, you can make an intimidation check instead. at you and he says, just don't move it. You can, sure. you, can, won't move it all. you can speak to him, but be sure he's on a leash or something before you let him out. Hold on. Wait a second. Are you going to leave? I mean, Hold I on. have rope. I have a leash that I bought for the dogs and I never oh left it well, I, And I have a collar. No. If we want to make this a little bit more dignified, I have manacles. Let's just talk to him while he's here. Okay. Did he have any belongings on him when he was captured? Uh, Everything that he has on him. I've been keeping a close eye on him. And you're sure you took nothing away from him? No, I did not. He's been in that cage the entire time. Do I believe it? Make a inside check. Six. Oh yeah, I told you to tell the truth. To be fair, I was also going to ask if I thought he was lying. Make an inside check. Thank you, Zach. You're the best. Thirteen. Thirteen? Oh, yeah, he's telling me. Cool. Just want to make sure. Okay. So you guys are talking to Nunya? Yep. Hello, yep. Nunya. Do you remember us? Lots. It's some guys. Yes. Um... Did you steal a book from some traveler? Starts to make goblin noises. Says, "No, no, no, no book. None of didn't steal no book. None, none never even seen a book." None, please don't bullshit me. I would hate to have to completely incinerate you this time. We know when you're lying. Make We've a, seen you lie before. Make a persuasion Can or intimidation check. Intimidation with advantage. Ooh, lower. That's cocked as hell. Check me. E. 
Eighteen. Eighteen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Looks at you and he says, Oh, that little food! Da, 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 da. Sorry. <laughs> it's hard to do that voice. I love it, though. Love You're doing voice. so good. Oh, that, that little thing on your store. Found! Found! None you found. <laughs> near that camp. Yeah! None you, none you sold it. Who did you send Where? it to, none you? Well, I would like to start a fire in my hand with prestidigitation. You can see the merchant visibly get nervous. I look at the merchant. It's a butt out. <laughs> None of can't think in this cage. Hold on. Hold Nanya, on, Alistair. Be who nice to him. did you sell the book to and perhaps will let you loose? You let Nanya loose first and then Nanya tells him. I don't think so. Goblins are! Uh, you remember what happened uh, last time you tried to run from us? I do! You think we're safe to let them out and do a little negotiation? Not pleasant at all. Sure, let them out. Now, Nanya, we're going to have to do a little bit of restraining you to keep our friend here uh, comfortable with you being released from the cage. Nanya knows you guys, that's all good. We'll discuss the terms of that later, but on, uh, uh, would you like to uh, present the leash to him? I'm pull out the, the collar and leash. You hand it through the cage, I guess? No, I just hold it up. Okay. And say, we're going to put this on you. And if you give us the right information, we will buy your freedom. Worth. Did he say worth? Worth. You open the cage and he kind of just like lets you do it, I guess, since he just wants to get out of the cage. Mm-hmm. Put it on them and bring them out. All right, read this. Um, I'm feeling weird about this. Yeah, I suggested the manacles. We're gonna so, let him go eventually. We will let him go. Nanya hops down from the wagon and just kind of like stretches. Now that you're feeling better, tell us what we want to know. Well, quickly, Nanya. Private? Are there trees near us? Sure. There's I'm a, there's I'm a couple of walk him out to the trees. Okay. Thank you, sir. Sorry for the trouble. Oh, thank you. Did he grab a shit out of the cage? He has all of his shit. Okay. He's still wearing everything. <coughs> he built his little backpack. No, no, before we go, did this man take anything from you? Nope. Okay. First get a stick of some ditch to the couch. <laughs> and he goes, he goes like... <gasps> <laughs> Fair enough. Just walk into the tree line. Mm-hmm. Okay, private place. And I'm gonna sort it to Feltor. Who is Feltor? Feltor the Corpulent. The Corpulent. Does that name ring a bell? Rathanax? Do you know that is name? Is that a goblin? Goblin King? Yeah, oh. that's what I thought. Okay. Ah. Two quests with one stone. Of course you did. How Why much did he, he pay for it? Why did he want it? So it was silver. Silver. That's our only goblin that knows how to read. Uh. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> Does he actually know how to read? Yeah. Feltor, hmm? real smart. Be smart. What's his What's his name? Feltor. Feltor. The corpulent. The corpulent. Because he's fat. Oh. That with reading knowledge, apparently. I know it's you're in not, his yeah, name. You're not saying that in character, sorry. <laughs> oh, he's not. 
His name is the Corpulent. You don't get called that because you're a thin dude. <laughs> I'm thinking opulent. <laughs> Bejeweled. So, yeah. Where is Feltor's. Feltorg. Feltorg. Yes, whatever you said. Where does he stay? Grodra. I did not understand that. That's the Grodra. Grodra. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> How much did you sell it for? Uh. Sometimes there was two shiny rocks. What color shiny rocks? Blur. <laughs> Out of curiosity, <laughs> how hard of a time do you think we'd have in getting that book back? I oh, can get it back. Can you? Oh, uh-huh. no, I don't trust that at all. What is this? Yeah. No, no. None of can get the bark back. None of just missed a thing. Uh-huh. And he grabs his ears. Okay. Oh. No, no. No, I want to see if he pops. No, I don't know how to tell you this. But that book was worth far more than two shiny rocks. Hold on. Why would you tell him that? Now he's going to steal it and yeah. charge us for it. Oh, got it. Well, I'm going to Jesus uh, Nunya reaches into a large pocket and pulls out a very tarnished and very effeminate tiara. Obviously belonged to a woman at some point. And he puts it on his head and goes, Ta-da! Beautiful. And you look gorgeous. No. <gasps> Are you going to impersonate a princess? No! We met Nunya Goblin so he can give you book. Oh, absolutely not. We just have to figure out a way to get into Grodra. I'd like to say that I love this planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also I'm, in favor of this planet. Yes, I'm a big fan of this planet. Tell about it. You know the Goblin King? And on pretty good terms with him, yes, friends? Right? You're free then. Jesus Christ. I'm not still building that bird shit couch. <laughs> The strange ones. Saviors Al- of Zunan, okay. Zundran, and the Goblin Goblin Free Peoples King. of Brodra. <laughs> Friends of the Goblin King, and ah, something and else to add to the resume. <laughs> How does one become Goblin, Goblin King? None of us have to get you into Rodra, and then we ask for the book back, and if it says no, we can't. He wants us to kill the We kill him and you become king? Yes. Right! Mm-hmm. Why would you become king when we kill him? Nunya! Because you're not goblin! Nunya. We wouldn't be the first human. Where did you get the tiara from? Oh. <laughs> did you find it? Yeah. It wasn't. It's not a family heirloom, something that you got handed down. That's an heirloom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good talk. <laughs> Nanya just needs to think of a way to get you in. It's Nanya, a type of tomato. Nanya just needs to think some more. And then he grabs his ears. I'm going to rip these Does anyone have, like, wow. eagle's cunning to get his intelligence to, like, an 18? Oh, God. <laughs> that seems like a bad one. He line. can attune to my, to my tiara, but no. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the glitch. Huh? Yeah, got the glitch. Delga the glitch? No. Is that a goblin witch? Glit- glitch means goblin witch. Yeah. Mm. I, I got or, there. Or goblin bitch. Don't matter, she has the bow. Mm. She can change all of you 
and two goblins, oh. so we can just walk in and talk to Falcor. Belga the glitch no, goblin on you. We, we, we talk to them, then we kill him, Nanya becomes Goblin King, then gives you the book. How do we know you'll give us the book when you're Goblin King? He knows we can kill the Goblin King. You will be the next Goblin King, so <laughs> we, we kill the first one. How do we turn back into our regular selves from being goblins? That's what I thought. Shrug his shoulders. That's what I thought. Yes, Goblin Quick question. Do you have anything in your possessions that would have come from the Goblin King's vault? Ooh. Nah. Nanya's, Nanya got rid of the, the blue rocks. What? <laughs> what did you do with the blue rocks? Beer. Beer. They took blue rocks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Venko? No. Where? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. Oh my god. I mean, if he came to you, right. right. yeah. you with two the blue traps and said, I want a beer, wouldn't you give him a beer? Yeah. I mean, they're probably sure. I'm ready to make him Goblin King, okay? <laughs> I love this. I mean, I do, I do like him more than the current Goblin King. We've never even seen him. Yeah, same. He's uh, corpulent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he can read. The, and, and the Goblin King can be Nunya the Slender. No. None of the tiny. None of the exquisite at finding things. Mm-hmm. Um, none yet. How many goblins the adventurous. are adventurous? Oh, how many goblins are there in Grodro that would be defending the Goblin King if we did attack him? Depends on how quick you kill them. Mm. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Mm. Worst case scenario. Worst scenario. Mm. If things go as poorly as they could possibly go. <coughs> Hundreds. <coughs> yeah, they're goblins. I mean, they're all as small as him. We'll just step in. Mm-hmm. Well, Hundreds of anything become a problem. Yes. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. It's a, it's a small, I, before before we do this, I think I need to go to a blacksmith. So if we roll low in initiative, that's <laughs> 99 goblins. <laughs> Yeah. We'll just leave Rathnarch behind. He's, he's working hit. out his yeah. crown. You just, you kill Fatorik's class, and then it's only his guards. And then you get the crown, right. and have no guards, because we killed them all? Right. And no one would contest you being Goblin King until they tried to kill you, presumably. Right. Okay. <laughs> because you were in the group that killed the Goblin. Right, and I didn't want to die. Right. Mm-hmm. But we'll all look like goblins. Could we be one of us be the goblins? It's not real goblins. You don't want a handshake. Well, they know. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, I could probably make it up. But you, don't we need to learn the handshake? We know far hand- cooler handshakes <laughs> not than the goblin. None of what gets you in. Uh, you're just you're just worried really about killing Feltor when I says so. Oh. Yes, I'm game. I will not. I will not agree to this unless you teach us the goblin. After, after maybe after you're the go- after you're the Goblin King after you're the Goblin King, you could even make up a new handshake. Something we, we can have our own separate draw paper. We oh, can this? <laughs> we can have our own. Handshake. Does he do a little bit of? You can put honorary goblins at the back of the Something we have not considered though, when this Goblin bitch turns us into goblins, we're still going to be able to do our goblin fancy bitch. things. Oh. 
I think yes. I think maybe it's more of an illusion. <clears throat> Not an illusion. <laughs> oh no! no. Her oh, goblin. she's gonna make us goblins then. He does Mass not know how she turns us back. Well, but you're still, you're still strong. Mm-mm. You're still smart. Mm-mm. You still got all your weapons. Your weapons change. They're gonna change. The goblin weapons. That's right. And you're sure this won't affect us in any way other than looking like goblins? No. I really don't want to have like 12 Don't know what she does. She does really. We can, yeah. talk, we can talk to her. We know the spells. So that's fair. I think yeah. that's going to get us. Will we keep our same hit points? Yes. Okay. Is it saving? No. Oh. Is it true fire? No. It, it is not a spell. Okay. Oh. Oh. What? It's a DM. Thing. Oh, God. It's face paint. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he paints you like goblins and chops off your legs. Oh, my gosh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Hank> Gil's dead. <laughs> oh, he's back. I again. can't beat the map car. Look, I need no more convincing. That guy seems to be everywhere now. We're good. I'm, I'm game. We're top this off. Nanya on into this. Sure. Let's fucking Nanya the, the I'm goblin the king. Back in my bed. King under the mountain or whatever. Can I make a history check on the standing king? Sure. Make a history check. You did some research about my party. No. As the king of your people, we need to know that you will side with us in the upcoming war. We're the strange ones, by the way. Duh. Okay. Just making sure that was that information. We need, was given. we need to know that you will side with us. Or at the very least, keep the goblins a free people who do not side against us. Fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. History check? 25. 25. Okay. So this actually rolls in perfectly. Um... You recall, as they're speaking about this, and the the conversation steers more towards who they're going to support in the war, that Feltorg was one of the sons of a goblin king who was in hiding before Otar rose to power. You recall that Otar's father, Madragon Tal, essentially almost eradicated the goblins and drove them underground. Did the same thing to the giants. Drove them way up into the mountains, almost eradicated their people entirely. And when Otar took over, he did that by approaching the giants and the goblins and making them his bannermen, essentially. And that was how he was able to muster an army big enough to take on his father. That and all of his loyal Malkar that were with him. Um, So, the giant city of Ravog and the goblin city of Brodra are sovereign kingdoms with their own chieftain. So they can act independently, however tradition dictates, according to Otar and and the, the agreement that was made, that the giants and the goblins answer the king or queen of Malkaria when they call. Okay. So goblin, or <laughs> and historically, have they been fighting against against uh, Alvaron? They have. There hasn't been a war. They haven't been, been like on this continent have, since we've been here. Have no, they, been they have not. Yeah, they haven't been called on yet. Yeah, they haven't been called. Hmm. Probably out of pride, you would probably speculate. Malfar don't want to rely on the goblins or the giants to defend their homelands. But they will if it becomes an issue of yeah, win or lose. Mm-hmm. 
So your question was the current Goblin King. He was the son of the Goblin King who sided with Otar and agreed to aid him in his rebellion. And Feltorg has been king for probably probably 50 years at this point. Damn. How long do Goblins live? In this world? Mm -hmm. They're similar to humans, but they it depends on their ability to thrive. So he's pretty old. Yeah. Like, even for a goblin. Well, you know, goblins also rapidly age uh, from youth. They get to be, out of, they get out of their adolescence pretty quick. Okay, so he was probably pretty young. Pretty young when he, when he became king. But also, goblins can live as long as they have food and a habitat and all that. In captivity. And they probably wouldn't do very well in captivity. Goblins are goldfish. <laughs> I, I would share all this with everyone. Okay. Right, so we would need to know <clears throat> that you would either remain independent or side with us. Goblins like to fight. Oh, right, fight with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I come from Sterling. I am one. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, no promises. Can't. Sorry. I can't promise we'll make you king. Mm-hmm. Also, remember do, getting the book right. How do goblins make decisions? Do they take a vote? Nope. Never. Valtor king. So if you were king, you could just tell them that they're going to side with someone else. No! Probably get killed. By who? Goblins. <laughs> well, sounds like we could just go to Viltor and buy the book. Yeah. Goblins like gold. Ruth will try that! Who is we? Yeah! Not Viltor. Viltor won't even let you in the room. <laughs> Feltor knows Nanya. Nanya is big famous in Gregor. I don't believe you. Can I make an insight check? Can I also make an insight check? Mm -hmm. I believe every word he's saying. Uh, 14. 14 teams? 14 teams. Um, yeah, he's telling the truth. Wait, 22. 22? Yeah. I mean, he, he he seems to be telling the truth in the aspect that he is famous. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like that, Zach. <laughs> he is famous. Famous, infamous. Meh. Yeah, do we think he knows the difference? <laughs> Almost certainly not. Oh, one is totally infamous. Definitely not our famous. <laughs> well... I'm still either way, either way. I mean, if he's Goblin King, at least we know the Goblin King. We'll have no harder of a time than we'll have in the current situation. And we'll, we'll probably have a book. There. There is another one. Plus, I've always wanted to see the Goblin City, and he seems to have some sort of in. Big hmm. Yes, big in. All right. We're gonna see Dada in three days. Wasn't there something else we need to do in the Goblin City? Yeah, there's the, the, long, the long break guy. The long break. Yeah. On the way. In three days. 
broths were those? None yet. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> got him. <laughs> none got no minus. I'll give okay. I'll give none yet five gold. <laughs> Takes it. Hey, do you realize that you probably can't do this by yourself? Become Goblin King, you would need our help. Mm-hmm. So that means you're probably not going to run off without us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So three days it is then. This will stuck around five dollars. And if, and also if you do leave, we are still going to Grodra. We're still going in there, and then we're going to tell um, Mister the Corpulent about. Your plans to kill him and take his <coughs> crap. No. Wait, what? Don't do that! As long as, long as you don't run off and leave, I'm just saying. Mommy likes you guys. Fair enough. <laughs> We're good customers. Go, yeah. Yes. We bought everything you had. Yeah. Do you have anything else to buy? <laughs> hmm? Have anything else to sell? Yeah. Tons of shit. Like what? Got a tiara. Oh, no, need that. <laughs> need that. Uh, got some shiny rocks. Got some old meat. Uh, shiny rocks? Arrowhead. Got an arrowhead. Shiny rocks? Yeah. Can I see them? Yeah. Holds out of like a handful of gems. Some of them just normal rocks, but there does appear to be one gem in there. How much for the shiny rocks? All of them? Just one. Just uh, that one. How much beer? Counts the beers. How about this? Two sir. Done sold. I have two sold. All the rocks. Hi. Yes. Beyond's being weird old. Let me know. No, it's not theater. Okay. Just remember it. Okay. Yeah, the Wi-Fi's fucked up. Internet's being weird. Okay, I'll take I'll take all the rocks. Look at the gem. What does it appear to be? Here's be a ruby. Can I guesstimate it's worth? What's the values again? Like what? They have them separated into values. Is it a 300, 300, 500, 1000? Uh, for what? For rubies, they have all, and they got them like down to 10 GP. Okay, it's a 10 GP ruby then. Sweet. Should have said they got them down to 500 GP. I was like, and your first three beers are on me. Oh! I'm gonna watch you guys. We are being way too nice. I love this. I love this whole fucker so much. Oh. Oh god. If we're nice to Simon, we're gonna be nice so, to him. So, now, we go to, to Vinco. We stay in town for three days. Alright. Now you got a lot of gold to spend. Don't spend it all in one place. I mean, he's not going to leave the tavern. He's going to have to spend it all in one place. should introduce him to a whole house. None of them is their pants. That sounds. That's not very palated like of you. Bunda needs new pants. I have my moments. <laughs> you guys just come just over when you're ready. Where okay? will you be? Huh? Where will you be? I should be in the lake car. <laughs> Where? Okay, how about it, the, uh, the Iron Finger? Grunt and I need to go to the Iron Finger. Um, There's beer there. Three days. Yes. Well, you can, I'm going there to drink beer, and that's where I'll buy you three beers. Nanya, a word of warning. If in three days you're not at the Iron Finger, I will find you 
and you will wish that you had never met us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't like you guys. I don't know. Nothing's gonna grow on you like mold. <laughs> but I will not be screwed yeah. over by a goblin. Racist. Okay. To Vinco. Okay. So you're in Vinco. <laughs> to more of And Nunya just kind of walks off into the streets. All these Malfar just like walking right by him and just kind of looking at him like, what the fuck is Goblin doing here? I would like to walk with Nunya. Okay. Uh, is it alright with you guys if we take three days? I kind of. Do you know of a uh, blacksmith in need here? Uh, I can just find one. There's okay. blacksmiths everywhere. I will help Rathanats find a blacksmith in need. Okay. Is it now a possibility to go drink with Nunya? Yes. I'm you also going to go do that. Okay. Is there a tavern in situation? Area. Yeah. The Iron Finger. It, but it's, it is also like an inn? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Then I want to go pay for a If I recall correctly. Are there also sweets? Relative <clears throat> City. I'm sure there's a sweet shop somewhere. Well, oh, Malcar aren't real big on sweets. Yeah, that's an inn. Okay. I'd like to pay for a room for three days. Okay, hold on. We gotta do one thing at a time. Are we going to the blacksmith first, or are we going to the inn first? I want to go to the <coughs> inn first. I want to go drop off all my belongings. Okay. Alright. So you go to, all of you go to the inn then? Yeah. Okay. Um, none of you kind of like climbs up on a bar stool and sits down. And like talks to the bartender. You order him some drinks? Yes. Okay. You walk up to the bartender and say what? I don't know. This is Clord, by the way. Hmm. Is Clord the one we met last time with the big thing on the wall? Yes. Yeah. Um, a portly male car. He's a little bit older, bald head with thick black beard, wearing a stained apron and common clothes. And one of the things that you notice is that he has a iron prosthetic finger on his left hand. What was his name? Clark. And is he the one who had the assistant missing? Uh, he is. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and uh, you say what to Clark? Hello. Um, I would like to buy a room for three days. Three nights. So, how much? Three days, three silver. There you go. And three silver. Uh, one for me as well. Three silver. You want three silver for three days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same for me and my little friend here. You're and right. I hand him six silver. Actually, I'll just hand him a gold piece. Same room? No. <laughs> Two rooms. Six silver. I hand him a gold piece. I'm saying, uh, keep the change. Same here. Fine. Surely. All of you give him your money. Be sure you deduct it. I would. Yeah. It's back up. Good. So I go up to my room. Okay. And I want to drop all of my belongings. Gives all of you keys, by the way. I want to drop all of my belongings. And, like, down to what is the equivalent of, like, my workout clothes, just like leathers, mm-hmm. nothing no armor, and I want to lock the door behind me, and I want to tell all of my friends 
that I have left all of my belongings. Please don't let them get stolen. And except you none, I do not tell none yet. <laughs> not on, not on your life. I don't tell none yet. Yeah. Uh, and I tell them that I'm going to go find a blacksmith somewhere in town that needs my help, and I will be back in approximately three days. Okay. Let's do that first. Does anybody go with him? I'm hoping. Okay. Um, I'll ask, is this something you need to do alone? No, but it's something that I need to do. A, a penance. Alright. Um, is it going to offend you if I stay and drink with Nanya? Certainly not, no. I'm staying and drinking with Nanya. Okay. Same. <laughs> Your eyes got so wide. I'm working on a project in the bar. Okay. So we got three things right now. Anything else? Yeah, what would confuse you the most? Um, Teleporting out. Probably just, yeah, blasting out. I'd like to three times high at Wizard's Tower again. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sit and drink with them. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Alright, let's do the blacksmith first. Alright, so you walk around Benko and this is the first time that you've been walking through the streets and seeing Oath Blades. So, the Oath Blades of the previous regime swore fealty to Akatosh's son. Uh, after he won the duel through default. And you do notice that some of these oath blades appear to be much younger than the oath blades that were previously working for the, the last regime. And is, there's no uh, hostility, but they definitely take note of you as you walk by, like definitely giving you some stares, trying to figure out exactly what you're there to do. I just I politely nod, hello, and without really I'm, I'm on a mission and yeah. I'm, I'm acknowledging that they're there but I'm not stopping them. I just kind of do a head nod to acknowledge that and eventually you do find the one blacksmith shop here in Venco and it doesn't have a sign out front it seems to be a very utilitarian blacksmith almost as if this isn't necessarily a storefront this is a guy who makes things for Venco and that's pretty much it you know, that's the, he's like the one guy in town that knows how to blacksmith, so he makes things. And as you walk into the shop, it's an open-air shop, so no walls, no doors, no nothing. It's just underneath a large roof. And you can see this older Malcar just hammering away on an anvil, and he doesn't seem to pay any attention to you entering into this pavilion. Uh, I like knock on a post or something? Yep. Hail? Turns and looks at you. Uh, I am Rathanax. I would like to offer my assistance for three days. You want to work here? Yes. How much? Oh, no, no. Not, not for pay. It's more of a, um, Clearing my conscience. Getting a little flabby. Sure, yeah, something I I owe I owe it to myself. What about your friend? Oh, I was just seeing him here. I mean unless you need two people? Way behind on orders. <laughs> well, uh I'm not as practiced, but my father was a blacksmith, I know a little bit. You can just help him. Oh, great. 
love to be your assistant. It's a little suspicious, to be honest. Don't have people offering up services for free. I, I mean, I mean you know ill will. I have no interest in harming you or your business. I would like to help your business. There's an anvil over there. Toes next to it. The quench is in the center. Sure. Going to go get the manifest. Just kind of Thank you. at a large book and he says, Reinforcements for wagon wheels. Too easy. He just kind of walks over to a large bin and shows you an example mm-hmm. of this large, like rectangular piece of metal with rivet holes in it. Mm-hmm. And he says, I need a lot of these. You said three days? Yes. That's a strong walk. Shouldn't take you the whole day. Rather. Give you the rest of the work tomorrow. All right. Okay. Rasinax doesn't use a smithing hammer. He uses a sledgehammer. <laughs> Lightweight, baby. You have you, so the Temple of Orthax would have some ceremonious blacksmithing rituals. So you do. You are familiar with very, very basic understandings of blacksmith. You might actually know a little more about blacksmithing than Rasinax, and you would certainly know a lot more about blacksmithing. But you can definitely make rectangular pieces of metal. Yes. So. Um, One swing each. I was going to say, I need to roll for it. Yes, you do. Okay. okay. So, you and Linvala walk over to this anvil. Did you have something, Linvala? I was just going to say, if I see him struggling with something or, like, anything, I do want to, like, put in my two sets without actually interfering with his payments. Okay. So until nightfall, which we're going to say it's midday at this point, until nightfall, you work on this singular task. Okay, I need a strength check first. Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. And go ahead and give me a religion check. Oh, natural one. For a total of five. That's not good. One second. So, you spend your time in this forge, and the first couple of ingots that you go through making this template of this rectangular piece of metal is not hard. The first dozen or so that you make, I mean, you're good. And it's not until right before nightfall, about an hour, that you start to get very, very tired. Because you've been doing this nonstop for probably four hours at this point. And you do successfully manage to work until nightfall, but you don't quite feel the connection that you did when you were in the Temple of Orthax, training under a master and performing these ceremonies and rituals regarding blacksmithing. You don't quite reach that level of um, oneness with this task. Okay. Okay? And while that was happening, let's do the tavern. Is there something that you want to discuss with Nunya? 
Uh, I was going to are there cell swords outside of the tavern? Like, would this be a place to pick up workers? Uh, or in the tavern? Probably in the tavern. Why are you wanting to pick up cell swords? Just because Rathanax's room is unguarded, I was going to see if I could get two to work in shifts and pay them for the day up to, like... I'll save you the trouble. I'll just work in there. Okay, cool. Um, never mind then. Okay. Well, I wouldn't let them inside. Hey, anybody besides us tries to get in. I'll just work on my project up there. If you bring me a beer every couple of hours, I'll be happy. Sure. We'll do that. Uh, no, I'm just getting drunk with uh, Nunya and uh, Ozark. Okay. <laughs> Nunya and Ozark hit it off. Hmm? Sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so, it. Yeah. Did you have anything? What kind of conversation do they have, sir? Uh, Nunya and Ozark, probably about how very often, not necessarily by you, but they're underestimated. And then he talks about it with time when these uh, bandits were trying to rough him up on a road, and they got a couple of good licks in, and then he slashed their Achilles, and uh, <laughs> yeah. they didn't really, uh, didn't really hit him anymore after that. Nice. Yeah. Cheers to that. Um, I'd like to say that when I start drinking a little heavier in the cup, I would probably like try to gauge the room by talking to one person about uh, Morgat. Not about, you know, all worse is the god of this shit. And see if that see if that goes over. Who do you discuss this with? Try it with like a human Malkar if there's one there. Okay. And you're you're pretty heavy into the cups at that point. Yeah. This will be later in the day. Kind of doesn't seem to want to be associated with you after that. Mm-hmm. Something about that generation of gods and the people here. As I'm bringing you the beer, well, I didn't want to talk about Morgan at all. But I know that's... Everyone would know that. Yeah. I mean, I know that. I'm just drunk. Well, that... You may be drawing attention. Mm. I'd like to talk to the barkeep. Okay. I remember last time we were here, you said that your uh, bar hand was missing. Um, yeah. Did he return? No. Could you give us any more information about that? We might be heading out. Uh, towards the west and thought we might keep an eye out. Name's Kurtz. She's a human. Lazy. Pretty much it. He's good at gathering. Used to bring me good mushrooms for my students. So last time I saw him, he was going out. Kurtz, you said? Kurtz. Okay. Well, we will keep an eye out, and if we see him, we'll send him back to bring you word. Okay. Um, give me a... Yeah, that's that was the... Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. I didn't roll at all. Can I do that? You didn't roll at all? Yeah, like, it fell out my hand like slid across the table. It was very unsatisfying. I'll take it if you want, but if you're using the no, tinkers, right. if you're using the tinkers tools I gave you, your advantage once a day. Remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, twenty-eight. Two days of construction. Two work days of construction. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Next time we're going to do it in hours. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay. So, with that, all of you have done your respective tasks. You are, the shop is closed down for the night, and you are permitted, told, whatever, that that's not for the day. And you all go to your in, your rooms at this inn, and unless there's anything else, find sleep for the night. Yeah. We're like to buy nice pants for none yet, so the next day. I was going to say, do it the next, the next day. day. Okay. No, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Hey, wake up. I need pants. I need pants. <laughs> you got pants. You got pants left for a half one? Um, <laughs> for, for a little guy. Yeah, for a little fucker. So, you all go to sleep. You're going to keep a long rest. Wake up the next day. I would imagine that you go immediately to the blacksmith. Yes. Anything else besides purchasing pants? <laughs> Not till tonight. You're not going to do that later? Yeah, I'm going to do... Uh, no, I'm going to purchase the pants and then have something else to do okay. tonight. The, per- the pants, if you're just looking for goblin-sized pants, will probably only cost you, like... Very nice pants. Like dress pants? No, no, no like heavy-duty leather pants. Like the okay. type of pants you might probably won't need to buy another pair for a while. So, like heirloom pants. Like yeah, heirloom like car pants. Yes, yeah, yeah, car pants. We don't say car hard. Um, hard car pants. Hard <laughs> car, yeah. Uh, probably five copper. Bit. How much does it cost to drink and eat all day with Nunya and Nunya and Ozark? I'd say no more than like two silver. Nunya and Ozark. Couple lightweights. Do you do that again? What? Eat and drink with Nunya all day? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, two silver. Okay. And so that's six silver for all three of us? Mm hmm. Are you going to be working on your project all day? Just, yeah. All right, I'll give you two rolls. One for the beginning of the day, you take a lunch, one for after the day. It's it's fine. Two work days completion is good for me. I'll, I'll stop. Okay. Yeah. All right, and are you re- accompanying him to the forge? Yes. Do we get a lunch break? Yes. Not He's during, also going to get two rolls. During the lunch break, I would like to ask uh, the blacksmith, are there any good... Um, I'm sorry. Before you do that, let's get the first roll. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Strength check first. Oh, seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Very sore. I was about to Kim ask if I'm helping him advantage because she's helping him. But she, can um, she help him? Um, no. I don't oh, I don't accept shit. help. That's right. Dang. I'm just trying I, to I'm trying to help you guys out. I, don't no, I, I appreciate your presence here, but I'm I not accepting. I'm just bringing you tools. All right. <laughs> Religion check. I forgot it was pants. Fifteen plus four, nineteen. Nineteen? Okay. So you don't get nearly as much done in the first half of the day, but as you realize that your aching muscles are restricting you from being able to do this work fast, you instead shift your focus to doing it to perfection. So there is a moment just before lunch where you do feel that connection to the ceremony of blacksmithing and the, the ritual of blacksmithing. Okay? And you had something for lunch. Um, would you like to accompany me to get lunch or are you going to work through? Oh. I would I'll probably work through. Oh, well, I was going to say get lunch. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get lunch, yeah. Got <laughs> lunch, is, lunch is good. Then you, have to lunch. Lunch. you deserve a break. You need your mind clear. Um, what was his name? 
We don't know his name. Never asked. Uh, sorry, I, I never got your name yesterday. Tog. Tog? Uh, do you know a good place around here to get, like, steak or something? Only place in town that's got food to be the iron finger. Mm. Of course. We'll, we'll go see Renalia and see if she, she'll give us a steak. Uh. Or sell us a steak. <laughs> you could take a dragon's horn easier. <laughs> we'll just head to Iron Finger to see if Renalia will grace us with some steaks. Hello, dear. Hello. <laughs> Um, I was going to see, do you have some extra steaks I could buy off of you? No, but I do have some. How much do you want? You could have them exchange for a favor later. I wouldn't take that. Mm. Don't take you're not even there. I'm there, I'm at the end. I'll, I'll no, say. No, you're working in, uh, in Rathanex since I'm done. I was oh, just so Yeah, I came down. Oh. And I said, I'll trade you. <clears throat> You're not part of this conversation. I'm at the table. I know. I'm literally saying that I'm probably oh, yeah. right at the table. Okay, I make myself set one. I make myself part of the conversation. Limbaugh, I, I want to stay as well. Do you the favor so long as you take into account my beliefs when you ask? <sighs> you ever been indebted to the mafia? <laughs> 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 this is the mafia of the man. Yeah, so is the Don. Do I believe that? <laughs> Bala would hate this. Oh, I've considered it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I give them two of my tomahawks. Oh, will you cook them for oh, me? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Medium rare. <laughs> A lot of looks from the Malcar. Not necessarily like fear, but like hmm. more impressed. <laughs> Jealousy. Well, to, to keep myself from having to owe a favor. Here. Take this. And it's an amulet. Ooh. That will keep uh, prying eyes from afar. <clears throat> get you. Thank you. You don't get a steak, though. <laughs> um, what's that called? What's that item called again? It's called not working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy how that works. It's just a piece steak? of metal. Yeah, now I do. I was doing it for roleplay purposes, but I feel jaded. Uh. Jaded? <laughs> Jake Jipped. Jake did. Jake. Fine. Okay. So you finish your lunch. You can go back to the blacksmith. Alistair and Nicholas continue to drink with Nanya. Hell yeah. It's future Goblin King, man. Yeah. Putting in that FaceTime. All right. Look all this connecting. We get a strength check. Networking. You know. That was the word I was looking for. Nice. Lunch helped. 23. Okay. Give me a religion check. <coughs> you didn't pray over your food. Apparently not. Why would you Seven. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pray over your food. <laughs> you didn't say your blessing. Okay. So, yeah. Same thing as the first night. Now you're out of rhythm again. Like, it's uh. just... You're you're getting the task done. Oh, before I mention that. Um, you did complete all of the reinforcements for the wagon wheels. Um... Before lunch, when you come back, Togue looks through the manifest again and says, Reinforcements for bucklers. Long, narrow pieces of metal. He shows you a template with this, like, kind of, these kind of hooks on either end. You can tell that these would be something that would go on shields. 
um, to reinforce wooden shields. And um, you attempt this, and your strength is good. Like, you get a lot done, but again, you don't feel that connection to anything, really. It doesn't feel ceremonious. It just feels monotonous. So, if there's nothing else, you said that night, okay. All of the rest of you retire to your rooms, unless you have something. I just wanted to ask, do they have good steaks at the end? They have steaks. <laughs> I'll take those in new. Renaya may be meat crazy, and she's also bougie. Never mind. <clears throat> yeah. All right. All of you retire to your rooms. Alistair, what do you have? I would like to approach Nicholas's room. Yeah. Knock on it. Oh, open the door. Yes. Hey friend, um, I plan on trying to speak to a deity again. Would you mind, not uh, not in the room, of course, but um, if I hear gibberish coming out of it, would you mind uh, helping me out? Of course. Thank you. Uh, and I'll give you, you have grid restoration, right? Uh, let me make sure. Do I hear this? No. God. Damn. I mean, it's not a secret. Like, I'm not trying to keep this from anybody. Oh, okay, cool. But, I mean, I didn't specifically clue you in, because I don't want to get stabbed. I will say, I don't think I have it prepared. Ah. If you want to wait until tomorrow night, I can. That's up to you. Uh, I know if anyone else typically prepares good restoration. No, I haven't. I do not. Let me think It's a fifth level slot, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, I don't have fifth level spells yet. Neither. Uh-huh. Just ride the wave, man. Alright. I use my yeah. spell slots for smite. Okay. Yeah, risk it for biscuit. Yeah, okay. Risk it for biscuit. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Nicholas, I'll just go. I'll just say I'll do it tonight. Well, well, and I'll, I'll help you. I don't have to. I'll, I'll figure out some way to at least okay. keep you restrained or whatever. Cool. Would you like. Um, Knock me out. I mean, I can, if I go to sleep, it's over. Yeah. Okay. Why Deal. do you keep saying that? I'm in the hotel. <laughs> I'm in the inn. <laughs> He's in. I'd like to cast restraining order on my own. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I go into my room and I spend the minute casting contact other plane. Alright. Okay. Am I in the same room as him? No. No. Okay, fine. He's in his room. <laughs> I was trying to be helpful. Uh, so intelligent saving throw. You're not here. Natural 19. Kevin DC's 15. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> Alright. Who are you trying to contact? Arathis. Okay. A little different. That's not your god at all. I mean, it's everybody. What you trying to say? Well, I'm fair enough, I guess. Tell her I said hey. Hey, girl. Hi. Is the circle more active than normal? Yes. Okay. Yes, I wasn't sure. That or the other half is covered up, and that bit of little bit of movement looks well, like it just looks brighter than it used yeah, to. Yeah, it's in a circle. All right, so I wasn't sure if it was the fairly quickly after casting this spell, your vision fades, and you're in this kind of abyss, kind of this void, floating, before images around you begin to appear. You are standing on this very barren hill. 
the night sky just vivid around you. A single solemn tree on the hilltop. Ravens perched in its branches, all leafless. This long, dead tree. And then emerging from behind the tree, seemingly impossibly, there's no way anyone could have been standing behind that tree, is a form that you have seen before in possibly dreams, possibly read about, but the form of Arathus, this very thin, very gaunt female, feminine form. Want us all to die? Yeah. With the hood covering everything but her nose, these runic tattoos covering every inch of her lower face. I would like to bow say, sorry, I'm not uh, too accustomed with uh, you specifically, but I'd like to start off by saying I appreciate and respect what you do. This path, uh, I couldn't imagine this difficulty. I've read some things about ASMR now, and until now haven't had calls to care. Read that if they are set to complete a task, and once they do, they typically die in the process of, or vanish afterwards. Is this true? This is not stated with certainty. There are many in your mortal history who have lived and died as Asimar and never learned of their heritage. There are those who have served small tasks to alter the path of mortals. By and large, the Asimar do end their mortal existence once their tasks are complete. But it is not set in stone that an Asimar must die to complete their task. If Linvala is successful in completing her task, will she vanish, go away? Be taken away from everything here? You could compare my alkali and Vala's path to a thread. It is brittle and vulnerable. And the knowledge of where that path ends is not something that mortals are capable of knowing. If I were to tell you what would happen, it could break the thread and alter her path. I'm afraid that I can't give you any insight into what I or the Naibo have planned for not only Linvala, but for all of you. According to Linvala, you named her Asimov after her death. From the tome that I read, 
ASMR will always, angels, in spirit at least. Was her death and the death of her comrades part of your plan? A necessary evil to bring her about so that she may save the world? Make an inside check. Just to God, yeah, oh. I'm say check. Okay. With my plus zero, five. You got this, buddy. Boys. That one. Five. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Nibone are very limited in comparison to our father. Or those like him. But all things happen by the will of Eva. Sometimes even the Naibo don't understand his will. It's kind of a maybe. If her task were to be completed and something were to befall her and mortals tried to intervene, would that make us your enemy? Because I could never count myself your enemy around us. She kind of looks at you and there's this small, small little smidgen as one of the edges of her lips kind of curls into a a slight, slight grin. And she reaches her hand out and just kind of opens her palm to you and she says, Alistair, mortals cannot intervene in the paths of gods. There is nothing that you or your friends can do to change destiny. Whether it results in Linvala living or joining me. It is set. So she's telling you, just to clarify, no, you would not make an enemy of anyone if you tried to do something because that would be part of fate. And all of it is already predetermined. They know what's going to happen. Sorry, there's a tidal wave above us. We mortals are all kinds of stubborn. Is there anything that we can do to perhaps give her a better chance at succeeding and living a full life? Is this your last question? Yes. certainty in your roles in this fight for mortality. Do not waver against our laws or our morals. Temptation will befall all of you. I do not doubt Lindala 
her resolve. But in no way can she be tainted by the enemy. And a day may come where that choice is given to her. And with that, the vision fades. The last thing that you see as the darkness encroaches is the dead tree behind Arathus. And you wake in your bed. And I bow my head and say, thank you, Lady Arathus. When I raise my head, I open the door and be like, all right, thank you, Nicholas, I appreciate it. Yes, of course. But things went well. Things went, and things went. At least you're not insane. Yes, so things went well. Too, if I could open my tent just enough to get out in a little temple and pray to pray to Morgat, pour two glasses of wine and kind of sit there while going to bed, just kind of. You would wake in the morning, but you can do that. Oh, I wouldn't. This wouldn't be that night. Nah, you would have been dreaming the entire night. Well, I don't know. Maybe sure. In the middle of the night, you wake up and do that. Okay, and I do it yeah, just fellowshipping with the more cat. Okay. Go to sleep. In the morning, I want to catch Rath and eggs. Okay. I was just saying, how's the smithing going? Well, some days have been better than others. I know you can't uh, accept any help, but if there's any insight I can provide or um, techniques you want to practice before you get there. I, I appreciate it, but I think the lessons that I'm learning along this way are part of my, part of the penance. It's deep. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hashtag season the deep. That's amazing. So... You depart for the forge. You go with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. You this is day three, right? Day three. The final day. Dawn of the final day. All right. So we'll start with the forge, I guess. You go to Tog, and he looks at this manifest, and he says, "Swords." Goes over to a barrel pulls out a freshly forged, what is quite obviously to you, a Malkar blade. And you're looking at it and it's it's rough in its, not its design, its design is, is very good. It's, it would be a very good killing instrument. But it doesn't have the refinery of a lot of the Alivron swords that you've seen. The There's no polished on the side of the sword. It's raw steel, and then the edge is sharpened down to a very shiny, um, like, sheen. They're only sharpening the portion that's cutting. The hand guard's very rough, maybe, maybe a piece of iron that stretches across the hand guard, and then a big, heavy pommel. So it's definitely a little more intricate than anything that you've crafted so far. And he says, 
swords all day. And all right. walks away. Okay, strength check. 15. Okay, religion check. So, making these swords, the first couple of swords that you make are very rough, even by Malkar standards. And they don't necessarily improve throughout the first half of the day. And you don't feel that connection. Again, this feels like a monotonous task that you're completing. Um, then lunch happens. Do you guys go to the Iron Finger to rejoin with everyone? Yes. Okay. Is there any conversation there? Um, he's not down here, but I was going to see if Alistair's, like, whenever I greet him, if he's acting any kind of different way or if he's trying to hide it. Hmm. So you speak to Alistair. Mm-hmm. How was your day of drinking yesterday? Seemed kind of sloppy when we got in. I suppose it was maybe a little bit. Feeling a little hungover? No. Magic helps with that. Mm. I am feeling a little bit worried. About what? It's just goblins. It's not them. It's you. What did I do? Do you plan to work with Razanax today? Yes. Perhaps... Uh, maybe we can speak tonight. I wouldn't want to worry you or something and let it affect your day. That's what you prefer. Is everything alright? Maybe. This I don't isn't, know. This isn't like you. You're the cheerful one of the bunch. Well, if you prefer to talk later, we'll talk later. Thank you. Of course. I'd like to say that's just the worst. Well, I, I need to talk to you later. Um, <laughs> it is the worst. It's Alistair really- would think in his head, like, uh, he would like call you back and be like, if I was going to tell you something that was rather important, would you rather it be now and you have to think about it all day, or you think about us having to talk all day? Well, not having to, but I would like to. <laughs> well, sure is this a matter of life and death? Because if not, I think it can wait. Not immediately. Yeah. Alistair, do you want to talk about it now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll invite you in. Does the room have, the room have chairs? Sure. I'll invite you in for your chair and... Uh, Assuming the glass of wine I poured for Morgat is still full, I dump it out okay. and hand it to you and pour you a morning mead. Myself one as well. Midday mead. Yeah, midday mead. Mm-hmm. Say, um, it's not day drinking. We don't start earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I found a tome in Angathal's library regarding Asa, mm-hmm. having now met Gatlin. Gatlin, who is one and you as well, was curious now it not being an isolated incident. I read that Asimov were always angels. They were always a celestial spirit, whether they knew it or not. 
this struck me as strange because you were named Asimov after your death, correct? That was the impression that I got. I also read in the tongue by a cleric that Asimars typically die in the process of completing the task, or they vanish soon after. Am I getting that right? Ascend. Ascend. Well... Alistair, I worship the god of death. She's my mistress, and it's nothing to fear. It's nothing to worry about. It will happen to all of us, and if that is Arathis's plan for me, then why would I say no? That makes perfect sense. I hope you understand why that would break my heart. You've worked so hard for redemption. You walk around and act in combat and put yourself in front of, of the blade for us. And it seems as though you think that you need to be fixed. You need something because of this horrible incident. And it... At one time, I would have said you were right. But now, traveling with you guys has enlightened me some. I was given a second chance that possibly one in a million ever get. And I found friends who would die for me as well. And I... That's a blessing. And I don't think I need to be fixed anymore. But if what you say is true and ASMR are put here for a purpose, I want to fulfill that purpose. So, speaking of that purpose, I spoke with Arathis last night. <laughs> I used contact at the plane and spoke with Arathis. Oh, like you do with Morgan? Yes. I didn't know you could do that with other gods. I believe I can do it with any god. Wow. Mm. What, what did you talk about me? Thanks, I guess. Don't. It was out of fear and worry. Like I say, you worked so hard for redemption and it would be terrible for you not to get to live long enough to enjoy that redemption. Enjoy a free life away from your responsibilities as a death dealer. Do what you want to do. To be bound as Aesma, as the holy warrior for, until you are taken away, just seems like you're being used. And I, that's what I wanted to speak with Arathis about. And what did she say? She said that Aesma are on a thread. She, how explained it to me. She's on a very fragile thread. And that we mortals don't have any, any way to make it deviate one way or the other. But she did say probably the thing of most importance that I would relay is that you must travel on your path, regardless of what that may be, and beyond all temptation. And that your temptation would come soon. You must make the correct choice. She didn't elaborate much on what that temptation might be, but we, um, 
we your friends are meant to I guess no way to aid you but maybe help you not divert and the problem is I don't know if I can do that if it means that you are going to die um, I don't know if you do but I believe in fate it's already written whether I will divert or not and I would hope that Arathus has more faith in me than that I believe that we no, she has plenty of faith she referred to you as her acolyte I believe a little differently maybe not in your situation being a literal celestial spirit in human form but make it sound so fancy free will is something that I pretty big on free will I don't think and this may be my hubris talking but I don't think that even the gods can make me drink this wine I don't believe they can make me walk outside I don't believe that Mulgat even if she could would force me to use this and I'll pull out the um, file of starlight for whatever its purpose I, I just, I can't believe that we have no choice. Because if we have no choice, then they are involved directly with the lives of mortals, of changing it to their will. And then we are no more than their playthings. You're right. And I think the gods do give us free will. But if Morgoth asked you to fulfill the purpose with that starlight, you would. I know you well enough to know that. I would let the world burn for you all. But, well, I would like to think that I would let the world burn for you all. But, but I know that it's not true. We don't know until we're in the situation. But for now, don't worry yourself with it. Don't. Just because I have a great habit of not letting my friend's death worry me. Especially imminent, imminent demise. Oh, as she did say ascension. That doesn't sound so bad to me. Fine. You can be angry if you want. But I don't think it is something we need to worry about at this moment. I doubt uh, crowning Nanya is my holy purpose. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. Well. Anyway, uh, I'm sure Rathamax is ready to get back to the forge. So. Talk later. Sure. Okay. So you guys probably you had a question. <coughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you had something. Sure it did. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just going to say, like casual conversation, would you talk about what you've been making in the forge? Yeah, yeah, I would mention it. Okay. I remembered my question. Yeah. Can I, to try to gain advantage on my religion check, can I open my, um, temple. My, temple, temple. My, my altar and portable altar? Yeah, my portable altar and pray and maybe offer some type of sacrifice or something. Is there something that I can do to try and gain advantage on that roll? Blood sacrifice. Cut off your you can mm-hmm. try. Hamburger phone. Okay, I'd like to try. Okay, so while they're having that conversation, yeah. you are praying vehemently at mm-hmm. your shrine. Yeah. Okay. 
We'll cut off Nanya's thumbs. I would ask at some point during that casual conversation, do you have any conflict about the fact that you're building the supplies from the Alcarian army? No. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. The swords you're making are probably going to be used to kill Alcarian troops. Probably. Continues making them poorly. So, sabotage your pants for the good of all. You return to the forge. Let me get a strength check. So you got both checks. I got both checks. 22 both times. Okay. So, at the very end of the day, you have been making swords this entire day, and your resolve has not wavered. You've consistently put out manufactured swords at the same pace for four hours, and the sweat is pouring down your face. There is a moment where you feel your strength begin to fade, but there is this urge within you to sanctify and cleanse something, some blight that is on you through hard work, through the fires of the forge, almost singeing your eyebrows and and beard and, and all the hair on your arms, you do not let it stop you. And after the final day of forging, Torg is getting ready to close down for the day, and he approaches you and extends his hand. I appreciate your help. Don't really know why you helped, but I appreciate it regardless. Thank you. I I needed this experience. It was meaningful. Well, I'm sure you and your friends will be leaving Venco soon. Most likely, yes. Well, wherever you travel, I've kept strength to you. And you. And he kind of turns back to whatever task he was doing, getting ready to close up the forge. It's nightfall. So unless you guys are wanting to depart tonight, no. no. Then you return to the tavern to find Nunya and the rest of your party sitting there drinking. And Nunya, who is for the third day in a row, very heavy in the cups. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like a kind of asleep, kind of half asleep at the bar. All of you are amongst <coughs> each other mm-hmm. and realizing that tomorrow you'll be setting out for Gelga, I would imagine. Grodra. Yeah. No, not Grodra. Yeah. The witch. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll just go up to Nanya and kind of give him a little shake. Well, Nanya. Mm-hmm. I have to ask. Mm-hmm. In the past three days, mm-hmm. have you stolen anything? Oh yeah. <laughs> Lots of shit. What did you steal, Nanya? I got a lot of shit. When did he leave drinking? Shoes. Shoes. Somebody gave me a really nice pair of pants. 
<laughs> I don't know how I got those. Nanya. Yes. You cannot leave this city with any stolen goods. Wrong. Wrong. Did you steal shoes, Nanya? What else did you steal? Coin purses. How many coin purses? I would like to look for my coin purse. You got your coin purse. How many coin purses, Three fingers. Three fingers. Where are those gold purses, Nanya? Nanya only has one left. <laughs> what did you do with the other two? I spunt it. Where's the other one? The other one? It's in Nanya's pockets. I was Your buying pockets? his drinks. Then <laughs> yep. you buy other stuff. <laughs> like pants. I bought his pants. Did you buy the pants? Yes. <laughs> None of your likes, you guys. <laughs> as soon as he opens his arms, I don't wait. I go for him. Okay, he gives you a hug, goblin pat. <laughs> Do I see the coin purse while he's giving it? No, hug? it's in his pocket. You don't see it. Like, don't just, like, see like that. Yeah, this has so. been just the best like day, hasn't it? Awesome. Pretty. Yeah. This is a killer weekend. Just Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Are you looking for the coin purse? Yeah, I'm looking for the coin Make a perception while they're, while they're check. Yeah, you don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. Meryl, I'll make sure that he returns all of these stolen. I just don't want to be chased. Oh, I just want the coin purse. Oh. So, yeah, Nicholas, like, behind his back, gives knuckles to Nadia. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Who taught you the handshake? Oh. How's it not a hat now? Do I see the coin purse? Make a perception check. Covertly. That'll be the last check, by the way. 15. 15? Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. Set it within the pocket. There's a limited number of pockets it could be. Okay. So, with him moving around this much when he went in for a hug, there is a suspiciously large bulge in the front of Nunya's pants. Oh, mm. well. The wizard now. I'm not going to reach into his pants. You know major? Yes, you fucking do. <laughs> 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 Those pants are just Can I? contour to Nanya's body so well. <laughs> Can I use Mage Hand to get a hand behind him and try to take the coin purse? Behind him? Yeah, I want the hand to be like behind him and reach around so he doesn't see it. You want to give Nanya a reach around? Yeah. <laughs> Real hard. Make an arcana check. Arcana. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's your ability to control your magic hand. 21. Yeah. Okay. You could definitely do it. Now keep in mind, Nunya is going to know that something is reaching down the front of his pants and taking the, gold, the coin purse. Oh, That's why it's not a sleight of hand check, because this is not something that could be stolen in any realm no, without someone knowing. Like and Nicholas would know that he couldn't yes. do this without That's why I'm definitely alerting him. All right, yeah, I'm not going to. I think perhaps it would be a bit dangerous, and I don't really fancy even my mage hand going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. We're gonna go. Yes. Yeah. We're going to go in the morning. Oh, in the mornings? Yes. Good right. night. Nights. 
We're taking public supplies to God. Oh, God, God, God. Nod. You know, like, hops off the bar stool, <laughs> waddles off to his room. All of you retire for the evening, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. You all find a long rest if you've used any spell slots or anything like that. And in the morning, the open road calls to you as Nunya, a little bit worse for wear, explains that you're going to be traveling out of Venko and going west along the mountain range to find Gelga in her home just outside of the goblin kingdom of Brodra. So, as you all depart from the city of Venko, your feet on the travel-worn paths of Malkaria, that's where we'll take a break. Don't forget your temporary hit points. Yay. The scene is a busy city streets. Merchants coming and going, guards protecting the merchants, and here we see two travelers in search of wares. Oh, Robicus! Robicus! We've traveled hither and yon and found not for our needs of Funko Pops and Warhammer. Yes, Kylius. Nay, have we found our Dungeons and Dragons minis, dice, and other accessories, nor a place to play this fabled game of Warhammer. What is a group to do? Look there! Gods! Gods which could answer our, our question and help us along on this quest! He kept saying that it was an arrow to the knee, but I think he just ran out of paid vacation. Gods! 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 God. We need four Funko Pops and Warhammer Dragons minis and accessories. Are you, were your parents inbred? You should know by now that you have to go to Coco's Collectibles and more. What are you? Tourists? Or worse? Adventurers? Or worse? <laughs> metagamers? They are right, Kylius! Of we course! Of course we've heard of Cody's collectibles and more! Why it can be found where? Oh, at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Hot meat, Sale! Scene! Hey guys, visit us at cocosandmore.com or come see us in person at Cody's Collectibles and More at 1225 Snow Street, Oxford, Alabama, Suite 14. Feel free to also follow us on any of our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all of your Dungeons & Dragons, Funko Pop, and Warhammer needs.